0: Hi, this is Mark Morris from Squared Co. And you're listening to the Master of One Podcast. You can find my sweet stuff on Instagram at Squared Co.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Master of One Podcast. The podcast that isn't afraid to mix things up a little bit. Part one this week, we talked to the classic hosts of the m of one podcast uh i'm andrew your master of comics and books
2: and i'm jared your master of animated shorts and features uh so without further ado let's uh let's break off a new hundo which podcast am i on
1: you may notice that this week is a little different from usual um, i am not andrew well i'm andrew but i'm not the usual andrew uh, this is andrew kolb <laughs> steering the ship uh, of the latest episode of the m1 podcast uh, we are now 100 episodes in and we figured we'd mix it up a little bit so this week we're going to flip the script uh, i am going to help with the uh, aid of Jared. Um, we're on this episode and interview your classic hosts. Uh, so, I've done enough talking. Jared, why don't you take it away? Uh,
2: so, this is very exciting, because I think we have been on the show quite a bit. I think you more than me, uh, because of comics with, uh, what what is it called? What's the section called? The Calculated Comics with Cold. Calculated nice. Comics with Cold. So, it's kind of fun to uh, steer this ship uh, for for the first time ever I, I think this is probably the first time ever that this has happened on this show and it's a mess in here let me just say you guys <laughs> this, this yeah. podcast room there's toys there's are games you saying
0: you found it as a mess like <laughs> yes. you just stepped in here and it is a disaster
2: we <laughs> opened it's the door and said what the are smell you doing is the smell is there's, clippings, there's yeah. food it's it's crazy but it's exciting to be here for this very uh, special occasion
3: Is it kind of like when the parents come in, like after they've they've been gone for a long weekend and the kids have been at home the whole weekend (laughs) and there's just empty pizza boxes and crust laying all over
1: the floor?
2: Yeah, it's like a dorm room or something, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, although maybe this is like an indie movie where it's the teens, like we're not the ones really who run the ship, but the teens who are more responsible. So we're coming home to our parents who Uh, are like, what are you you uh, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom's so. had
3: one too many Pinos. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, wow! Wow! Patrick so, uh, is the mom, and it also is Pinot. Just yeah. on the same. Yeah, yeah, page. Yeah, actually.
1: Okay, My, uh, like Jared, me, and our three dads uh, So <laughs> Again, what we wanted to do this episode uh, Is kind of turn things around I think I've obviously been a long time fan um, I guess also guest, but a Listener of the show um, And because 100 episodes Of this kind of new season is upon us I wanted to take it in a, a direction That we get to kind of shine the light On the three uh, like True captains of the ship um, So we're flipping around And I want to ask you guys a couple of questions, Uh, maybe kind of treat this more like an interview episode than an around the table. Um, But I guess before we do that, I I don't want to kind of completely take control away from you. Uh, So if you'd like, why don't we go around and kind of talk about something that's happened this week. I know Thanksgiving was last week, so I'm sure lots has happened. Um, I mean, Luke, do you want to take it away and give us something that was a Um, highlight?
4: All right. So I wanna add a little i'm gonna clarify the rule. let's do one each mm. so um so i'm gonna say it. my one thing uh last week, so you know besides thanksgiving and day after thanksgiving turkey sandwiches uh so good um <laughs> the uh the one thing
0: biscuits and jelly, mm, thanksgiving well, get out of here um. <laughs> black you said Friday. it, not me. So I,
4: don't... I know. I know. I know. I know. So Black Friday is is the day uh, that all the businesses have huge sales. It's the day they go back into the black. You know, that's where they make all their money for the year, right? Hold on, is that where that comes from? Yeah, that's the terminology. Yeah.
3: You just but, blew his mind. Well, this we is why we saw had this you. Podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just.
3: We just all witnessed Andrew Kolb's like brain explode inside sorry, of his did own head.
1: Everyone else know this. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> but it's
4: America
1: Welcome, it's to, hey, welcome to America <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay.
3: Canada stays in the black all year yeah, long You've like like learned one. that in second grade
4: <laughs> In America, <laughs> yeah, exactly you live
3: right. in crippling <laughs> debt in The
1: 99% of the year
2: <laughs> You okay. must have a very dark uh, Concept of what Black Friday meant then. I don't know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just assumed it <laughs> was the
1: shadow From all of your parade float uh, like <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was uh, We're all thankful okay, But
4: then we also take one day To think about all the really bad stuff going on. Yeah, I mean,
1: totally fair. But this is still amazing. I am overwhelmed with joy, not just at hosting this episode, but at learning the origins of Black Friday. Luke, sorry, continue. Welcome. Good. Um,
4: So uh, the one thing. So like, we got uh, stuff for the kids. Uh, My wife goes on does that shopping. I don't because crowds suck. But um, I went out and I got a couple games the boys they don't listen so they won't know um but i also picked up a game for me and i got assassin's creed origins which is like the latest assassin's creed that takes place in a um egyptian kind of setting Mm. and it's really awesome it's super fun um it's the same as all the other assassin's creed it's just a new skin if you will um but
3: uh they should do assassin's creed new skin
0: That should be the next version
4: I don't like that idea (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: So like you're finding feathers And you're killing groups of baddies Yes that what? happened in, there was an Assassin's Creed where you absolutely went around and you got, found feathers. You oh, yeah, feathers. yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about the new skin one. I'm like, that's kind yeah, of that's the same th- as the game. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, as far as I'm aware, <laughs> no, that yeah, exists. It, it's different trinkets. Uh, yeah. It's not feathers because it's Egyptian, so you're, it's like little figurines. Yeah, it's like little tourist pyramids. Yeah, and, and you don't little key have. Chains. The one thing, and I don't know if I'm not far enough in the game maybe, you don't have the hidden blade yet. So that's kind of weird. Like, you don't have that. Well, it's which because
3: is like, it has, that mechanism hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> so is <laughs> right. it just the exposed blade and you're just yeah, holding you just a, sword? Have
4: a sword? You have a sword and a shield, and then you have a bow oh. and arrow. And then, I actually
3: thought about that when I saw it uh, at gamestop I thought I wonder how they're gonna do the like the the pop out blade because I don't know that that yeah. technology was available right and that makes sense for it to not be in there right.
0: but wait, wait, wait. but isn't can... this a futuristic person that is in some simulator that is being put back into the past? Yes, no, but, but so, you're still utilizing the the stuff that's well in yeah the, as
4: as the evolution evolution of the Assassin's Creed games have come out, so what we're finding is you are using memories of that person in the past, and you're kind of playing through their memories and not necessarily oh. actually going... It's not time travel. It's actually just right. tapping into memories and playing through those memories to find out where the Apple of Eden is. You know, that's the Yeah, the nobody main thing. ever
3: actually dies... Like, right.
4: you're
1: not actually killing people. They're you're just living.
4: That's why it says desynchronizing when you die in the game, is you're, you're right. cutting off the So, does it touch
1: on free will and the fact that you're really just kind of playing through something that is like anything, any mistakes you make are the mistakes they already made and therefore. It doesn't
4: get it that meta okay. into it. <laughs> Whoa. But, okay. There are, no, That's but, a really but black but Friday. At the same time, At the same time, there are huge discussion threads on either Ubisoft's forums or Reddit. Of that idea of like what's really happening. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so if you want to go down that rabbit hole, good luck. Uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to play in the game.
0: Take a little bitty pyramids.
4: But it's really good. It's, I mean, okay. I, this is already longer than I wanted to talk about it. It's really fun. Yeah. If you like Assassin's Creed, you'll like it. I liked it because Egyptian is like one of my favorite kind of like, um themes you if you will cool um, but yeah it's awesome i'm gonna throw maybe, it
0: that's why you he has that's struck right. me never mind. <laughs> that's why he has
3: the beard of imhotep yeah. obviously <laughs> it makes sense now uh, um,
4: i'm gonna throw okay, it to patrick yeah. patrick is Perfect. also talking so go ahead
0: yeah i'll do it so uh yeah, yeah i bought some stuff we'll talk about it when it comes in i've got nothing to show you today i'm on location meaning i'm not at, at in my normal podcast space i'm in uh, a child's room um I'm sitting uh on child-sized furniture in the corner. Oh, court. you're going to break um, it. I want to see
2: that. That'd be a picture. It's-
0: like, I'm I'm sweating profusely because I'm just afraid any second what I'm sitting on is going to, like, break. Andrew, and so I you need to, to text Mackenzie and tell to
4: take a picture. <laughs> that way
0: I can spring up if something starts to happen. So, uh, I so really just, hope it does. <laughs> you know. Know. It 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 <laughs> I really hope it does. Everything just goes disappear. crashing down. I would only fall that far. Like, that's the Let thing. Let me ask like, you I one thing. Can I
4: ask you one thing? Did you make yeah. sure before you recorded that you turned off the baby monitor? Um. I,
0: why did I. I don't know if it's a baby monitor and white noise machine, but there was this thing running over here and I did flip it off. Oh, okay. So I, he just gave it, just gave it the finger though. He didn't you. actually yeah. turn it off. He's just, just like, ah, yeah,
3: stop making noise, you effer. Yeah, and I I mean, know, that fine. was into the, it was into the baby monitor and they did talk to him about
2: it. Yeah. yeah. You should pull back at some point so we could see the, cause you make <coughs> regular furniture look like children's furniture. So I can't imagine yeah. that what this looks like.
3: Yeah, I, exactly. am- <laughs> I imagine you can only see three inches of the actual chair legs. The rest has been consumed by
0: his body. When I stand up, it's going to come with me. And for whatever, whatever reason, the back oh. of your shirt is
4: over the back of the chair, so it's just yeah. some legs.
0: It's bad. So anyway, I will talk about one thing though that is coming up. This isn't happening till January first, but I'm very excited, and that's that. Will Farrell and Molly Shannon will be playing um, fake newscasters, Cord Hosenbeck and Tish Cadigan, and they will be covering the Rose Parade for Amazon. Oh, nice. And wow. I am very excited about it. So they will just be cheesy broadcasters. You can find Cord Hosenbeck's website right now. It's basically a giant Wix advertisement, but it's all very well done, cool video, all that kind of stuff. But you can kind of get an idea Wait, why do you of- say it's
4: just a giant Wix advertisement?
0: Because it's a Wix ad, adver- they use Wix and they, they talk about Wix. Wix it, so oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's an advertisement. In the, in the video, they talk about it. Yeah, in the video, gotcha. he's like dragging <laughs> and dropping stuff, and like it's a Wix okay. advertisement. I don't know if it, like, so I'm not really sure where the the play is. If like Wix and Amazon are doing it, or Wix is sponsoring it, or how it's working. But it'll be on Amazon not till January first. But um, yeah, we, we will get to hear from Court Hosenbeck and Tish uh, Tish Cat uh, again. So pretty excited about that i i i think that'll make i i don't know parades are one of those things i watch but i don't ever enjoy but in but yet i spend time watching i watched the macy's parade wasn't enjoyable but i sat there and watched it for an hour so i don't know what it is so maybe that maybe this will make it a bit better that's it for me no that's great you
3: (laughs) want
1: to Uh, take it away
3: Uh, I love it because even on our regular show, we still are responsible for throwing it to the next person. But Patrick is just like, nope, I'm
2: not doing anything (laughs) unless someone tells me to do it
1: on this show. I appreciate that. He's putting his proverbial feet up on the table and just kind of reclining and just can you do my
2: feet
0: are on the other side of the camera right now?
2: That's what you can't see. Uh,
3: Okay, so my my one thing is going to be two things just because it's going to be really quick. So um,
1: I gave you one thing.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Luke had one thing, but it took the time of four things. My so, and I caught us back up. Okay. That's yes. true. All right. So I ordered from Justin Peterson. He did a, uh, he did his inktober. Uh, he did his inktober drawings and he, he, his whole, his whole series this year was villains. Um, and so, uh, I got this guy in the mail today.
1: Uh, oh, cool. Um,
3: wow so cool so and it good. came with it's all it's print on this really nice archival uh paper and this really nice archival ink but it also came with the sketch
2: oh. version of it
3: so uh one print is really two which is really neat and it turns out one print is really four right luke yeah um <laughs> and uh the other thing that i did so i got the thing board game um the one that, that Mondo came out with but that we played and we talked about it last, uh, last right. week. Yep. Um, but I got my own copy of it. There was one copy of it anywhere in any of the game shops in uh, San Antonio and I had them hold it for me. Um, and so I was able to pick it up and it comes with these dice. So I don't know if hmm. you can see. I'm going to try to hold them up for the camera. They're like, yeah, they're uh, just blue. They're, they're just like blue, with blue so- Yeah. They're solid navy blue with white pips, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, I, uh, it's the first time I've ever customized a board game because Like, typically, I just play with whatever. Every element of this board game is beautiful. It plays magnificently. It's a great, great game. But I felt like one thing was missing. And so um, I went out and got some dice from my local game shop to uh, try to get this camera to see it first if I can get it to focus. Yeah,
0: describe the color. Because I think Luke put it a good way. It's like
3: a light blue and uh, white with white pips. But they look like ice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're trusted. like ice. And if you know yeah. what the thing
3: is, like ice makes so much – and they're like translucent. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to see, but they're translucent. Um, so it, it just – it makes a game that was already a 100 on, in my books, like 105. Um, I've seen and some so, great
0: cust- – like so if you get the – well, first answer me this. Did you get any figures with your game?
3: Yeah, it came with every single figure except for the, the, the Norwegian and the Arnold thing or okay. the, the Palmer thing.
0: I've seen some people do some great customizations of those figures, like yeah, painting, the painting them, them and filling them in. That's what I asked. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's
3: just not my, I don't, I, don't, I don't do that. I'm not talented in that, that way. Um, so anyway, that was it. I, I got some games and I've been playing Luke, a lot of I'll games. I'll send
0: you mine. If you'll customize mine, I'll send them your way. Sure.
2: I'm cool. not going to send them back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also send the rest of the game with it. Just so just we have reference. something to compare it to. <laughs> All right. That's my round the table.
1: Wait, did you say what your second one was?
3: I said both. Yeah, I said Justin Peterson. And then oh, I, right, that's I, right. This I mean, right. Andrew right. listens
0: as much as I do.
1: <laughs> I'm so <laughs> invested. Wow. <Why> <laughs> what we have to figure out is who is the analog or the avatar for the regular three and how the three of you split up into the two of us. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. an interesting match. I mean
4: it's yeah. To
3: be fair, I have no idea what you just said, so I trust
0: it.
4: Andrew, you okay. need to throw it to somebody. He's just Andrew Sale, yeah, our it to DNA,
0: which of our DNA combination created Jared uh, and which combination created Colt. Uh, oh, yeah, I see I, see, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah i to say the it's you, I'm that. gonna
3: say it's I'm gonna say it's Luke and I for Colt and Patrick and Luke for Jared. I mean, or if you really? want, <laughs> if
1: you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment and put it into the comments, oh, uh, or write a review and tell us uh, who you the think. The only it is. problem
3: with it is, though, people don't ca- can't see you guys; they're that's only true. seeing us uh, and hearing.
1: That's fine, us. it's just emotional. I want you to tell us the emotional oh, There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Boy, so I'm sorry, uh, Jared. Do you want to continue on the around the
2: table or the the spin around? Oh, gee, uh, I didn't know we were going to do that. Uh, sure, uh, I picked up the. Um, the disney afternoon funko mini yes. oh yeah oh, figures. Yes, so did. i got that at hot topic those are super cute um they're um i bought a case but a case is only 12 mm. and there's more than 12 figures in the thing i got all the hot topic exclusives i got doubles on some of those but oh. not all the of the characters so there was a dark wing duck color variant uh oh, and yeah. they had one of the Ducktales characters, one of the female Ducktales villains, or something—the Me-
3: the Medusa-looking character—I
2: can't remember which one it was. And then uh, the the Scrooge McDuck in the pile of uh, gold. Oh, cool! So yeah. I got those three, and so I was happy with what I got. But uh, it could be—it seems like it could be potentially very frustrating if you're trying to get the whole yeah. lot, and each location has. Three exclusives or something. So yeah, mm-hmm. I got a GameStop I okay.
3: exclusive. I was yeah. looking for Darkwing Duck. I want Darkwing Duck. That's mm-hmm. he's my jam. And I ended up getting one of the nephews with like yeah. the camping hat.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is
3: the game? Which was one of the GameStop
2: exclusives.
1: Right. And, so, and sorry to confirm, the case doesn't have 12 unique figures
2: necessarily. Right. And it okay. doesn't. Most cases, when you buy the case, you get a whole set. Right. right. That's kind of why you buy the oh, case. Okay. But it's this really small display. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how. I guess there's no guarantee. I feel this, like that's a little trip.
4: bit. So I'm going to get back on a soapbox real quick and say Go that's a it. little bit of a problem I have with the mentality of Funko. Like, the blind box well, specifically? Just, no, not. Just Funko because most blind blind box companies, like whether it's Loyal Subjects or Kid Robot or, um, oh, what's or the other loyal
3: one? Loyal Subjects
0: or Kid <laughs> uh, robot. We don't like them. No, just anyway, kid robot.
4: It's fine. Just whatever. <laughs> but most of them do that. If you buy a right. case, you're getting everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that Funko's done that. They've that's kind not, of.
0: That's not always that, true. That's not. That's not always most true, not true, really time, true.
4: Most of the time, if if you're not getting yeah, everything, the case is
0: twenty four and a chase is a one in forty eight. Exactly. Or, or so, they even have they even have non chases that are still just.
4: Yeah, you you might not get the chase. Generally, you'll get everything, and there's a chance mm-hmm. to get everything. I guess that's the difference: is there's a chance to get everything with only having twelve. If there's a larger than twelve set, you're never going to get everything by buying a case, and I think that's a mm-hmm. little shady.
0: Because I think the last time we went on a case together, there were two figures we ended up not getting in our right. case. Right, and the same thing well, with Andrew and I, I, I thought with the about that,
3: though. turtles. I thought about that because I was gonna I was gonna say that as my argument, but then I remembered we split the case, right. so you got one of them and I got one of them. Yep. But
0: you did. We didn't get two. We right. didn't get a splinter. And that's and not what a, I mean. I'm saying that if you're okay, you're talking about something different because you're talking about the turtles when you bought those. Yeah. But I was talking about when we went in together on the Aztec series, uh-huh. and I'm saying mm. that for the entire box, we were still missing, I think, two figures. Gotcha. So mm. I'm just saying, I don't, you're not guaranteed a full set. It's you're more not like I, I do like
3: what Luke is saying, though. Like, in terms of numbers, like the, the gamble is less in that you have more of a chance to get everything. If there's 12 only in a box and there are 16 figures, right. you know, there is, even if you get 12 completely independent independently different figures, you're not gonna get the whole set. Now right. to do right. so you'd have blind to
1: get two boxes cases to and then location
0: the specific blind boxes. Yeah. That just seems like a big, just absolute pain. But right, it does in, in, make it real.
1: It it sounds like what you would do is have a case be complete for each location so you get everything except for what you're not going to get at that store so if you go to hot topic you get everything in that case except for the gamestop exclusives and then if you go to gamestop they basically just swap out the uh the hot topic ones for gamestop and then that way you kind of know what you're getting into or like what you're gonna what you're gonna get yep now it, the n- the nice like
3: thing no. about it is though the the exclusives are they do run at a one and twelve so you are going to get right. all of the They're more if, you are going to get all right, the yeah, exclusives right, okay. if you buy a whole case you're just not going to necessarily get every one of the of general the, set. The regular yeah the general yeah. the general right ones. right
0: okay that's right. probably the that's okay that is probably a good clarification because what I said wasn't totally true either when you do buy a case like for someone from Kid Robot. At least the way I understand the way the numbers work, there's like potentially 85, 90 percent of the figures you are definitely going right. to get. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just a top percentage that one or two could be swapped because they're only putting in one for every three cases or something exactly. like that.: so, right. right.
2: So like with my Kingdom of Cute series, they did you got two of each in the case, mm-hmm. but you didn't get uh, all the variants. Right. So, you know, like right. there's some color variants. So like that seems fair. Yeah. No, that, uh, yeah that, right, that's at least fair. You,
3: you know you know you're gonna get a you know you're gonna get a uh uh something. Oh, that's right. really <laughs> just like, see that's <laughs> a like
2: point. A <laughs>
4: tool, You know, maybe. Yeah,
3: yeah. I you know you're that. gonna you know you're gonna get a dull whip, but you don't necessarily know you're gonna get the
0: swirl and you don't necessarily know you're gonna <laughs> get right. the citrus. Yeah.
2: So they not guarantee that. you some frustration, just not max frustration. <laughs> and
0: typically the extra figures you get are enough. Mm-hmm. you could like sell them and then just go buy the one figure you need exactly. or something like I, that.
4: But I think I would... it, it to me, and so mentally, and the part I'm not saying cuz I'll say now. I think it goes back to Funko not really understanding or or fighting for their audience as much as mm. just fighting to make money.
0: Well, they're doing that. They're doing a good job. I know, they're in the
4: space and they're definitely a name in the space now, right? So I'm not going to say they're new anymore, but they don't they don't understand the collector yet. I still don't think they get it. Because they're like making they're it still harder. They're
1: gearing towards someone like, admittedly, me, who did not realize that that's how a case was normally packaged. Exactly. So I just assumed it could be 13 Darkwing Ducks in a case of 24. Right. If you thing, get right?
3: 13 Darkwing Ducks, uh, I want one of them. <laughs>
1: <Just throw laughs> I, will, I will ship you 12 of them. <laughs> to
3: anybody with multiple Darkwing Ducks
1: who's watching, I want one of them. I'll pay you for it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Jared. Uh, anything else to, add to nope. that?
2: I will throw Great. it back to you, Mr. Gold. Okay,
1: and I will finish it off to say I finally caught up at, to the rest of the world, and I have seen Thor. Yeah, you did Get it. Get out of here, ghost. He's <laughs> 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 uh, off, so-
2: ghost.
1: <laughs> He's gone now. So I I admit when I was watching it I was not not necessarily confused but I think I'd gone in expecting kind of like Kung Fury level eighties oh, wow. camp okay so mm, okay. maybe not that extreme like sure. obviously with a with a layer of Marvel and Disney behind it yeah 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 um but I think I had I had seen that one kind of frame or small snippet of video of like Loki and Thor with the big laser uh, guns? guns just yeah. like shooting and thought that was kind of going to be the vibe of the entire film. Mm. Um, um, which in hindsight, I think it was, but maybe just not with the aesthetics that I was sure. expecting. Um, so yeah, I, I was happy with it. I like, I think like you three had kind of warned me last time we had chatted, uh, laughed con- like a, mm-hmm. a great comedy, yeah. solid action. Um, I, I really like, um, not banner. That's his character. Um, but Mark I really Ruffalo. liked, yes, Mark Ruffalo's, uh, take on the character. Yeah. And I think the more we get of him, even as kind of a like the buddy in the duo, mm-hmm. is is great. Yeah. Um, so the beginning
0: bit was a bit silly, like the kind of initial. That's joke. What I wanted
1: in the whole movie was <laughs> not to carry across. I love,
3: I love the silliness of that. Like I think yeah. you had. You're the only person, Patrick, who I think took any issue with it. I think everyone else loved it, from what I talked. About.
0: I, like I actually was worried based on the beginning bit. I was thinking, ah, I don't know, that I'm going to get into this the way other people are, but that wasn't necessarily the style of the humor for the rest of the film. Fair. It wasn't, but but, I, I, but 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 I did love. I loved every second mm-hmm. of that.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, I, and I think that first scene. Also, set me up for what I was going to, or what I was expecting, in that, like, there's a dragon that's not flying with wings, but kind of like just fire propulsion. Mm. Uh, like, I, I assumed the entire movie would look like an airbrushed van. Uh, <laughs> and and it, was, it came close a lot of times. Like, I think there's that one shot with the fireworks, like, yeah. stuff like that, uh, that I think just teetered on that edge. Mm. So, I'm hoping that if uh, the director comes back, if YTT comes back, that uh, he's given the opportunity to kind of push it even even further because mm. I think obviously this is I, I don't think it would be hard to argue with the best Thor in the uh, Pantheon so far Kay. so m- hopefully yeah, in get more. stark I just want
3: contrast more. to the Justice League which was a trash fire no.
0: 100 million dollar <laughs> loser potentially Ooh, I mean
3: we can dig well, into wait, that later <laughs> lose yeah. 100
4: million dollars is that what you're saying
0: yeah potentially they're going to lose 100 million dollars on the film hmm oh that's i mean we'll dig into that next week but yes (laughs) Mm. great Uh, it all went to ben
1: affleck's hair product (laughs) and removing superman's mustache mustache. yeah exactly Yeah. (laughs) yeah weird um okay before we get further into it i think let's uh wrap that up there um so up next uh sandbox interviews so for this sandbox episode or i guess mini segment um what we're going to do is now talk to the hosts so we're going to just i, I mean for me what i wanted was to get a, kind of a peek behind the curtain to see what goes on um in the uh, sausage factory that is this that.
0: no 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 i like this visual keep going <laughs> it really is can you describe this sausage uh.
3: Oh. Oh. On a scale of one to sausage, how much sausage mm. are we talking about here? Uh,
2: back to new skin. <laughs> I don't
1: even know. Do I want to know what new skin is? <laughs>
2: yeah, I wouldn't.
1: Let's oh. just. Okay. Oh, All right, okay, maybe so we should start gonna, over. I'm to do that again. <laughs> I'm keeping it in with the history of Andrews. Uh, so for this mini- Sandbox episode of the 100th episode of the M of One podcast. We're again flipping it around and Jared and I are going to quickly interview the classic hosts of the show. Um, so I think I'm just going to start things off if, if no one's going to object. Sure. Um, great. I think my first question, uh, was, um, Actually, no, what I want is for you three to do a Wikipedia entry of uh, yourselves nice. and how oh. anyone outside of listening to the first 99 times two episodes mm. would uh, learn about you. What would we <laughs> find out about you three? Uh, and yeah. we'll start off with Patrick.
0: Great, yeah. great. So this is the shortest Wikipedia entry because there's really nothing to talk about. Um, I, My background with basically everything we talk about is this podcast? I had a brief stint before this podcast where I did a show called The Sausage Factory, where I talked about how sausage was made. Nice. I, I left that <laughs> to start uh, with M of One, and then yeah. But like, literally, like I that job I was never, way too intimidating. Yeah, I just so, so couldn't. look at that. Amount I just of went sausage home depressed every day. day. Long. Um, no, but like I had never bought a blind box before, or like a toy. I'd never owned a poster before. I I didn't oh. have like a group of creatives I spent time with. I, I had no connection to the world. Um, and then starting this show, this has been my introduction to everything. So, um, th- like, my Wikipedia entry is the last three years of doing this. Would you say <laughs> that prior to the show, it was just you,
3: a growler, and a box of Marlboros, and that was it? Yeah.
0: Right? I, no, that, I, that's not how i describe it at all. But, <laughs> oh, see, okay. I've always been, like, a loner. <laughs> like, I, I never played multiplayer video games. I, it was just, like, me by myself. Well, that's
4: not true. You played WoW.
0: I never... That's a only PvE, multiplayer game. Only PvE, Luke. Never PvE. I'm just saying,
4: it's still a multiplayer game.
0: So, anyway, so I, so I don't know. I, I, now, as far <laughs> no, as my I know, training is developer, that's game. what I do. And so that's what my contribution tends to mostly be. And then I just... I love watching films. Uh, it's, it's a point of escape that I get to talk about with people. But, yeah, that's about it.
1: Great. Uh, and Luke?
4: Um... Yeah, uh, so, man, I don't know. I've done everything. Like, literally, I've done almost everything that a person can do. I I <laughs> grew up, my family's in construction, so I know all about uh, framing houses and stuff like that. I got into um, video, like, early on making, like, uh, home movies of, like, my my toys, like, doing stop motion animation of toys, like, with a friend of mine. Um, we did that, and so that's how I got to love being uh, using a camera and using a video camera. Um, from there, I decided to go to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but you're supposed to go to college, so I went. Um, I mm-hmm. got a semester in and realized I don't know what I want to do, and I don't want to pay any more money. So I dropped out. Um, and... Um, through all that, all kinds of random jobs, selling cell phones, working at clothing stores, a barista, like all kinds of weird stuff. I I worked, I sold ammunition at gun shows um, (laughs) and then I was getting my hair cut one day and um, the girl that was cutting my hair was like, hey, have you ever thought about doing hair? And I was like, no. I mean, I cut, like as a guy, you always have, you've cut another guy's hair at some point, like I don't know.
1: Oh, no, not necessarily. Whoa, no, 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 one. no. Don't, don't sue anyway, It's, hey, coming, I'm it's
4: super easy. You, it's I'm super easy. You,
0: <laughs> it's super easy. As um, a guy, that means that I've cut someone else's, another guy's hair another at some g- point.
4: Uh, You've never like shaved anybody's head, like even just no, with no. clippers.
0: No, oh, really? Bro, this no, is no, great, I
1: no. did that to
3: everybody in college. Like I was their hairdresser. Anyway, in college. anyway, oh, wow, okay. Anyway, what so, college did you go to? <laughs> the college for people who don't have money. <laughs> there you go.
4: Um, so, so I'd cut pe- I'd cut friends' hair in high school or whatever. She asked me, and, and you know, I was like, no. She's like, well, if you're interested at all, if you go to school for hair, I will make sure you have a job. When you get done, so I was like, "All right, I have no other options right now." I mean, I'm I'm selling cell phones. I'm, you know, that's fine. But do I? What's this career? What career do I want? Uh, so I went to school to do hair. So I became a licensed hairstylist, and I did that for a couple of years. Uh, had a family in that period of time, and didn't stick with it because I didn't have time to sit at a salon and the build hair, a clientele. Not the family yes i still stuck with Great. the family i still have that family uh it's grown it's more of them um
0: much like much like the hair much like the yeah. hair um, can i ask you something yeah how attractive was the woman that asked you if you'd ever thought about going to school to cut hair
4: uh moderately attractive mm. why
0: okay that's patrick, patrick is workshopping a theory i can
3: see it in his face whatever <laughs>
4: i i was already with rachel uh, oh, at that okay. point, okay, Rachel. Okay. It was, was Rachel's. It was Rachel's hairdresser, oh. and then because oh. so I moved. Okay, so here's the other thing: I moved to Canton, uh, like fifty miles from where I grew up, uh, to go to college. But I, when I dropped out, all of my friends from um, high school were out of the city. Like so, I decided mm-hmm. to stay in the other city instead of move back home.
0: Well, I see.
4: Met Rachel, doing life in Canton. Went, got a licensed cosmetologist. Didn't stick with it. Started doing video work, um, other random stuff. Because I knew about construction, I was doing maintenance for a nursing home. Um, throughout all of that, I've been doing uh, my own personal creative stuff, whether it's video or photography. Or I got into making toys and uh, painting figures and stuff like that. Um, this is really long. I don't know why this is so long. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> um, through that. You,
3: he reads it. He re- he's doing like all the articles for Wikipedia too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know where you These, have it, like, yeah, these are on a lot of <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going just through somebody else's Wikipedia and I, oh, I need to hit the early <laughs> life. And, and yeah. Um, so I, I was doing uh, video freelance. Uh, an opening came at uh, my church and I took the video position, and that's where I met Andrew and Patrick. Um, and the rest is kind of history. Like, I think we've already established that from there right now. I do video and, uh, photography. Uh, I own a company with a partner. We do freelance, uh, advertising, um, and product photography, um, and like, um, corporate video stuff
3: and sausage making
4: and sausage making. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. So yeah.
1: Andrew. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. All right. Is it me? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah? All right. So mine, uh I grew up much like everyone else as a small child. Mm. Uh everybody cut each other's hair, obviously.
1: Yes. We need Um, to clarify. How old were you two when you cut your peers' hair? Was it strictly in college?
4: No, I was in high
1: school. It was I was in college. I mean, okay. I was in college. Okay. Um my dad my dad was a
3: was a beautician. And so I think maybe for people who By have proxy. people in their lives who do that, it makes it makes more sense. Yeah. You're you're joking. No, yeah.
4: Nobody in my family was a beautician. Well, my aunt
3: was your my dad, dad was a beautician. My dad was a beautician, so he was so beautician-y that he <laughs> used to do the the president's wife's hair when they would come into town for rallies and things.
2: Wow. Like, we have Whoa, letters really?
3: written to handwritten to my dad from President Reagan and from uh George Bush Senior, I think.
2: Your dad did Nancy Reagan's hair? Correct. And you oh don't even gosh. have
3: hair. I know. It's weird, right?
2: <laughs> I think he gave it all to them. <laughs> Unnecessary, Patrick. <laughs> um,
3: all right. So, uh, so anyway, I grew up in second grade. I got connected with, uh, my, my second grade teacher said to my parents, I, I've been drawing forever, right? Um, and my second grade teacher said to my parents, you know, Andrew's talented, right? And they said, well, yeah. He said, "Well, you should probably get him connected with somebody um to help really kind of hone that talent." And I said, "Okay." So, I got connected with a guy named Clay Verge. Um we just called him Verge, but he was my private art tutor from second grade all the way till I was a uh, junior in high school. Wow. And I met with him an hour and a half every single week after school. Um usually it was on Tuesdays. We shifted a couple times to maybe Wednesdays, but it was mostly Tuesdays after school for an hour and a half. And he taught me everything from, like, shade drawing realism to to painting, to airbrushing, to sculpting, to pottery throwing. Like, I got essentially over the course of my young adolescence, I got a fine arts degree um, over that course of, of those years. So, uh, my goal was to be a Disney animator. That's what I wanted to do ever since I grew up. I grew up in Florida, so D- Disney was an hour and a half away. That's where we vacationed. Mm-hmm. We would go four times a year to all the parks. Um and so, uh, that's what I wanted to do. And so we even actually, I, I got an opportunity to work with Disney animators at the Disney Institute, which is no longer the same thing it used to be. But before the Disney Institute was this thing where you could go and, um, train with people, uh, who actually did what you did. So I like sat alongside, uh, the, the people, some people who worked on like 101 Dalmatians and Beauty and the Beast and, um, some of these animators. And I got to do my own little 15 second, uh, animated short which was terrible, but my mom still has all of the animation paper for it. Um, So that was what I was going to do, and then uh, decided to go to Bible college, (laughs) because that's, you know, what you do. Next time And uh, went to Bible college, became a youth pastor for a few years, um, and then kind of uh, graduated out of that into some other stuff. Um, But the whole time, like when I got to college, I got my computer, my first computer and my first copy of uh, the student edition of Adobe Illustrator, And started applying everything that I knew about composition and color and, uh, layout and stuff that I knew from all my other training to the computer. Um, and the learning curve for illustrator is pretty deep, especially if you don't, or steep, especially if you don't know anything about it. So, um, I started doing graphic design and I've been doing that kind of ever since. Um, and I've done a little bit of everything. I've done apparel design. The coolest thing for me was being able to do an apparel, uh, designed for the gap that ended up getting picked up by several yeah, like, um several uh TV shows like most notably it was um in times square for the promo of the new teen wolf like MTV's teen wolf when that was coming back on like the main mm-hmm. character was wearing it on that and then um it's a regular part of uh Leonard's regular wardrobe on uh Big Bang Theory even even now like even in the last season he wore it once um so that was pretty fun But I've kind of done a little bit of everything. And so uh, when the show came around and we were talking about what we should divvy things out, like the mastery of uh, art and design seemed to make the most sense for me.
1: And, And that actually segues perfectly into something I wanted to ask, which was, what was that conversation? Like, how did you decide on the format of the podcast? Like, how did you, even before deciding who was the master, how did you decide that you would even approach it this way, like this conversation with the perspective of, Art and design, TV and film, toys and games. Yeah, Patrick? Does anybody
3: remember?
4: I kind of remember
1: a little bit.
3: I remember very vividly because I think I just
0: told this to somebody in another interview. (laughs) Mm. Oh. Then one of y'all should take it because I'm going to be honest. I don't know that I remember.
4: Oh, (laughs) go ahead, Andrew. That's fine.
3: Okay, so when we were sitting – so we sat around the table. We talked about the stuff that we like, which is games and art and design and yep. movies and stuff. And uh, that was where we essentially got the idea for the show when when a bunch of the people around the, the uh, lunch table told us that they loved to listen to, to us talk. They always learned something new. They always um, walked away entertained, and it was fun. And so we decided to – well, the the decision to do a podcast is a different story, but when we decided to do a podcast – we knew that we needed to talk about something that we already knew about. Right. And we knew that, um, there's a thousand and one other pop culture podcasts out there. So we decided like, well, you know, what's going to make this different, what's going to make this more unique. And so we decided to, um, the conversation centered around like we all are jacks of all of these different trades. We're, we're all appreciators at least like Patrick was, maybe wasn't the, the biggest into toys or, art but he was a he was an appreciator of it like he could see it and and could be involved in those conversations so the the conversation found its way to talking about being a jack of all trades but really master of one and that's where the name came from and that's where we decided that we were going to call ourselves masters and we were going to focus on these different things and then the format was like that's fun like that's cool that's a little bit of a unique twist but that's still not enough to make us separate maybe from some of the other shows that have (laughs) that same niche conversation. So we said, how do we do, how do we do that? How do we, um, how do we make it more unique? And we said, well, we we can switch it up. And the way to switch it up is to randomly draw these tokens. Um, and each from week to week, we're going to talk about these topics, but it's not always going to be the master talking about that topic, which will force the other two people to stay on their toes and be learning new things um, about these other topics, so it keeps us all fresh and all in that same game, and that was a that was a format we hadn't seen done, yep. and uh, it seemed to to be one that has suited us well at this point. It's it's yeah. morphed a little bit since then, but that's kind of the the origin of it.
0: Yeah, and I would say that I think, and we still had to decide to even really fully embrace it, but I think we had a sense that um, we should just dive in and own it. Um you know if we were timid about the idea of calling ourselves masters or timid about the idea of whatever the hook is or the terminology we used or whatever then people listening would would also maybe not take it seriously or kind of be timid about it as well. Yeah. So I think we just decided to to own all the names, own the whatever and then it at, because of that I think it really stuck pretty quickly. Yeah. And so now it's just it's it just feels really natural. Well, like I can't imagine going a different direction.
4: Yeah, it was yeah. because it was because of the distinction of in our spheres of influence. Because you know, right. it was real easy then to say, "Oh yeah, because of everybody that we talked to, I know most about toys and games. I'm the master of it, and you know when we and made we that t- distinction of our spheres of influence, it made any of that
0: timidity go away. You can't fight me on anything,
3: right? And, and we we made that distinction really early, even in the even in the the design process mm-hmm. as we were putting this whole thing together. Was we don't want to come across as as knowing everything about anything because we no. don't. So it was. Let's clarify, even to the general public, when we when we're saying we're the masters, it just means that of the three of us, <laughs> we are to the, the masters here.
2: Exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. We set a very low bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys have been doing this now for for quite a while, and and things have sort of settled into a, a routine. And then you mixed it up by adding video recently, yeah. which uh, you know wasn't difficult enough. So you said, <laughs> let's make this more complex. But has there been things in the past since you guys started this so long ago that you have? dropped or that have been like unsuccessful and you're like let's just get rid of this thing and not do this anymore i mean i can think of a really simple one just in the transition to video
4: um mm-hmm. so i used to take uh and it, it started out being a lot of more... Methamphetamines. go ahead what
3: methamphetamines
4: yeah <laughs> no i used to take a lot more time and it, it it as we got doing more podcasts i took less time but now we ultimately dropped it is i used to put um a custom like music at the end that would tie Mm -hmm. into something we talked about in the episodes whether you know like whether it was something in the around the table or a guest or you know something randomly that was talked about I would put a song to kind of back up that idea now that we switched to video with licensing you just can't do that anymore so that's why Mm -hmm. we dropped it Um, and it was it just was an extra 10 minutes to edit in uh, which in the scope of things was just not efficient and so that was one thing that you know we dropped because of um basically licensing and time management
0: i mean yeah. it's i would say there's lost and added we we've, we've dropped or changed a lot of format things i mean we've and i think some of that stuff we've still held too tight i mean i you know we saw Initially, initially we were trying to fit all this into an episode, what we do in a week, and mm-hmm. we were having these like hour and a half long episodes. Almost two or, hours. And, um, you know, everything. kind the, the more comfortable
3: s- we got with it, it started to expand.
4: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. And um, But then it was tough for us to change because initially, because you have this feeling of like, well, people are accustomed to it and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to change the launch day and you don't want to change the, the format and you don't want to do this. But the reality is that what we felt like was something like something people liked could also be something that was an inhibitor for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we were, you know, we, it was still a tough conversation, but we were able to make a change. And so we've had a couple format shifts and honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see another one happen in the not too distant future. I mean, not as drastic as some of what we've done in the past, but it's just the idea of, I think we've learned in some ways to hold things more loosely or be a bit more fluid. Um, now the flip side of that is um, over time I would also say there are things that become much more rigid so I think the way we approach dealing with guests, uh, what our preparation looks like, um, the direction we know we're going to take the conversation I would say over time the the, the amount um, I don't want to say predefined as though it prevents any room to, to you know, to wander mm-hmm. but it does become a lot more, like we have a you know, instead of knowing only 30 seconds of what the next 30 minutes is going to look like, we now know 15 minutes of what the next 30 minutes is going to look like, you know, that type of thing. That's roughly half. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We know we've been doing, we've been doing this for three years. Uh, this is our hundredth, hundredth air quotes episode. Well, it's a really almost done episodes
0: since the new format. Yeah. Right. Mm.
3: But I think we've almost done like 260 full episodes. Really? So, um, it, and that makes sense if you've been following the show for any period of time. And if you but, have um, been
4: following the show since that long, like thanks, Micah. Hopefully,
3: hopefully, <laughs> no, hopefully you know that there's been some changes. <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was going with that.
2: Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah,
3: that's great.
1: <laughs> the one thing I did want to ask was, how, what is the? I, and this is being the only of five who doesn't regularly podcast. What is that time frame from when you? First, have an idea for let's introduce more tokens or let's take it, something out. To when it's implemented, um, and how does that schedule look like? Yeah, two
0: anywhere years ago from now
1: to now. Yeah,
0: anywhere from five minutes to five weeks. I mean, <laughs> like there are things that we have decided to do five minutes before we're going to hit record. Like I think the first week we decided to split up our epi- like the episodes on YouTube so that we were separating master categories and around the table. That stemmed out of a conversation, and then we just, before record started, so we did it that night. Yeah. and um, But other things, like the, the actually moving to video was about a year of yeah. time that it took from the time we announced our intention to move to a video to actually getting the money to do it, um, figuring out the equipment, figuring out the process, Putting all that in place, I mean that that was probably a year that that took. So was, that's kind of each. Side and I of think the spectrum. it
4: was mostly just a year because it's not what we do full time. So most of yeah. everything that we implement into the show that's a new thing, whether it's a new format or adding the tokens for the hot seats or or um, you know s- splitting up into two different things, like whatever we do, we all. Um, we're lucky that we all can execute different aspects of the show, you know, whether it's uh, web implementation and Andrew has design. I have the audio side of it. Like we can kind of make everything happen very quickly because we're not dependent on anybody else. And when we all have the personality, when we focus on doing something, we'll just start and get it done. Um, So most of our things happen actually very quickly. It's a couple conversations um, and then it's usually... All right, let's just do it and try because it's a
3: couple of conversations, one to two arguments yeah. one more conversation and then implementation <laughs> and then go
2: <laughs> yeah, so then how do you tell if a uh, if a new element or or a part of the show is working is it is it based on feedback that you get from uh those rascals on the slack channel? yeah is it just how it feels to you guys or I think it's a like, combination how do you of decide? both
4: I think I think a lot. Um, before Slack, it was a lot of feedback because most of our listeners were friends and family, you know. So it was mm-hmm. just, "Hey, is this working?" I mean, the the reason we switched it to two, two episodes instead of one was um, people were were just stopping listening because they didn't have time to listen through a whole thing, or and they'd then,
3: listen to half of it on their way right. in and then have to mm-hmm. listen to the other half later in the right.
4: Week. And so we or were like, "Okay, well, we can it. cut yeah. that out. We can split that." Um, and now with Slack, we have. Channels that are, are, you know, the M of one real talk channel of just give us honest feedback about the show. And there's a lot of people that will give us some really great feedback of just, hey,
3: we've had some pretty brutal feedback.
4: And that's what we wanted. Mm. We asked for it. Just give it to us straight. Um, and so and I think we I think we talked a little bit about this, uh, Jared, in the interview with me and you and Mark of mm-hmm. um, we we all are come from the environment where we're, it's really easy to uh, shift gears and and be okay with harsh feedback on on projects. And just if it's the best for the project, we can turn and, and change gears. So we don't hold things very close as far as uh, we don't get our feelings hurt on, on mm-hmm. feedback. Um, and I think we just approach the show that same way of like, hey, is this really working? We want it to be the best it can be. And if it's not that, let's change it.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll add to that is th- there are some things that we continue to do, not because we think it's having any effect, but because we just enjoy it yeah. and we're not getting, I mean, we're not making money off this, so we need to make sure it stays enjoyable. Right. Um, so, or, you know, uh, so or anyway, it's okay, so it's
3: okay for it to not be enjoyable once we start making money. Like, yeah, As as soon then I
0: just don't care. Then well, it, there's or, it can point be a of it Where
3: We're like, Oh, if it's, if it's work, Okay, then it's work. I can get on board with that because I'm going to get a check for it. Right. But if I'm not going to get a check for it, I better have a good time doing it. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so to that, to the like feedback and to changes and doing things that you want versus kind of expectations, was there anything that you thought, oh, the like audience is really going to respond to well, or maybe you thought something was going to be a glaring issue that turned out not to be? Like just really... Didn't get the, the response either positive or negative that you were expecting. Splitting the format, okay, is probably the one that people are
0: fine with. I, you know, again, that's something we worried about because we thought, oh, people are people are used to this, and they're not going to want to. You know, now we're going to change what they're used to, and there's going to be some big revolt, and they're never going to listen again. And <laughs> I don't think anybody cared. I think it was Ch- fine. changing the date, the release date.
3: We made yeah. that oh, change pretty date. quickly. I mean, like,
0: yeah, that's so a good for one. a
3: long time we were we were a Sunday release initially mm-hmm. and then we changed it to a tuesday release mm-hmm. and right? a friday release so tuesday and friday and then not too long ago after it was literally after one conversation that we had with mark Bricky, where he was like have you guys done like the study on that is there a reason why you have that date and we were like no and he said well i've done some research and blah blah blah, blah. and so we, we talked through all that and then i think it was like the next week we're like let's just start releasing on thursdays now and yeah. we sent mm-hmm. out an instagram post that said hey our 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 schedule has changed um, right. so we are able to implement things really quickly, and, and stuff that we thought that was going to be a big deal. I think we've learned that stuff isn't going to be as big of a deal as we thought. That let it. me yeah. say
0: this too: consistency is important. I mean, I I've said that we've all talked about it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna he says that consistently, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna start something, you need to be consistent for a bit because you're not gonna have anything to measure. A lot of times we start and we give up too quickly, and we don't mm-hmm. have something to measure. And so we don't, we don't have time to, fu- to, to get the results we want because we don't invest enough time into it, um, kind of honing it in. Now, that being said, I will say, at least with the podcast, I have got more of a sense that if the content is compelling, people will find it. So, mm. like, if you release on Monday and you change to Tuesday, the people that were listening on Monday – They'll come back on Tuesday if the content is compelling. People will search it out. So certainly, I'm not. Don't go out of your way to make it inconvenient. I mean, recognize if people primarily listen to it on their way to work. If you're listening on the weekend, they're not driving to work. You've now made it more inconvenient on your drop day. But I think as long as you're you're in that 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 especially that Monday Tuesday when it is the big listening time, um, pe- people will find it. So if you have to move the time slightly or move the day to one or the other or whatever, I I just wouldn't sweat it.
4: The, there is one thing. Advice. There's one thing that I, I noticed that I thought there would maybe be more response, and we just categorically haven't had as much response as I thought. Is when we do a giveaway, um, hmm. the engagement on that, um, and you know, that's just a really honest peek behind the curtain. Like we get, I mean, twenty entries to any random okay. giveaway that we do. Which, uh, yeah, that just. It is surprising. So
3: considering the stuff the that we give away too, yeah. like we have, we have legit artists provide legit. Well, Jared, you're one of them. Yeah. Andrew, have you done one too? I yeah, I can see
1: uh, one of the extra books yeah. that you got. Yep. That yep. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, like, like we have legit work that's be, that is being gifted to us and to, and by extension, the, the listeners. Um, and it would seem like the number of downloads that we have compared to the number of people who are engaging in our community compared to the number of people who actually participate in these giveaways. I don't know if it's an insecurity thing. Sure. I don't know if it's a time thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, the reason
0: we don't do them very often anymore. We used to right. do them a lot more. Well, and it's we not even shifted. The get.
3: It's not because the stuff is not worth it. It's just like people aren't, you know, well, we shifted.
4: So our first couple, um, contests were asking people to create things uh Mm -hmm. because we thought hey a lot of our listeners are creative people let's have them use their medium and do something for this contest and then we thought we didn't get as much engagement as we thought we would so all right let's just change it to a very generic like like on instagram or like on twitter Mm -hmm. or whatever repost or whatever a
3: share yeah
4: a share still very low entry point and still low engagement. And it's, um, I mean, it's fine. Somebody still got it, which is what we wanted. It doesn't matter. Um, But it was surprising based on what our normal engagement is that a giveaway is lower.
3: Hmm.
1: I bet you're going to see a spike now. Uh, I hope so. Like, like me, I would have assumed that it was high enough or admittedly, if I'm not engaging, it's because I assume the odds of me getting it for right. a one in sure. 5,000. Right. So mm. it's just not right. worth it. Mm. Uh, but now knowing it is a fraction of that uh, <laughs> and everyone else is now realizing that, Oh, I've got like a one in 25 shot to yeah. do this. i mean, it's <laughs> not going to be like that anymore. But I do kind uh, of feel
3: like we have to do a giveaway on this episode though. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's, do out. Yeah. Wait, let's do
4: it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Um, Um, So, I have this. We've seen this already. I got this for Andrew for his birthday. And since we are so good of friends and I know him, he decided (laughs) to get it also. (laughs) So, I got uh, the Justin Peterson Shredder, his villains, set for Andrew for his birthday. And then Andrew decided that he would also get it because, of course, it was a timed release. And it was very limited quantities when he was doing his uh, villain series. So you had to and jump I'm on it. I'm an
3: adult and I have my own money. Yeah. So I buy stuff yeah. when I want it. <laughs> totally and, fine. And to piss people off who buy me gifts. It's fine. It was just,
4: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was frustrating for me. I was like, oh, this is a good <laughs> gift. And he got it. Cool. And I said, I
0: so, agree. That's why I bought it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So being the problem solver that you are.
4: Well, I'm going to give it away. Because, nice. I mean, let's be are? honest. Turtles is not my thing. We know. That Ghostbusters is my thing. Right. That's right. Right. There's something coming that I'm very excited about. Um, So let's do uh, how do we want to do this giveaway, Andrew? Do we want to do it? Let let Kolb do it. Yeah. Well, I met Andrew Kolb.
1: Oh, you could see why that was confusing. I do see why that was confusing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Um, Kolb, what should this giveaway be? Or I interior. like I like
1: discussion. I think either comment on the Instagram post or on the YouTube video, okay. um, and we'll pick from one of those two. So really, you could do it twice and have twice the chance. Yeah. Um, so get out there, yeah. leave a comment. Uh, I will leave the details of when the the winner will be chosen to the true hosts. Yeah. Uh, but until then, comment on Instagram or
2: YouTube. Sweet. And, and you'll those. be getting
4: yeah. both. You'll be getting the color and the black and white. So
2: great. Yep. Was that really just off the cuff? That was yeah. uh, rather amazing for putting that together right here before my eyes. Good for you guys. Hey, when hey, you're, when you're doing, 260 into this, this, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. I know, but even Colb just jumped right on. That's amazing. Because he's a pro. <laughs> he is. He is. I, I don't know podcasting, but I do know
1: content. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Jared, if you have anything else, uh, otherwise, I think, I mean, we want to be respectful of your time. Uh, and maybe we'll get into kind of final questions.
2: Oh, okay. Um, oh, let's see. I had so many questions for you guys. All right. So I'll ask this because I, I told you guys this before the show, so I want to make sure I get this in here. Mm. I'd like each of you to share uh, a favorite memory from the show uh, at any point, uh, and it can be either an entire episode, it can be a specific guest that you had, or even just like a, a moment in the conversation mm. that you remember.
0: I would like to go first, so okay. Andrew and Luke don't steal mine. <laughs> yeah, I already know what I already know what, I bet this is Andrew's, so I apologize. <laughs> when Aaron Draplin played guitar on the podcast, it would have to be a favorite moment. It was very surreal, but we were talking to him. It was a very long conversation. I want to say we talked probably two and a half hours, something mm. like that. And when we all, when we set these interviews, we always tell the guest, we're only going to take max 45 minutes of your time We try to keep the interview to around thirty. If you if you look at times, you'll see we're pretty consistent. Twenty five minutes. We're asking final questions, Mm -hmm. doing our wrap up. But then we have a couple things we do after we get the guest to give a drop and some stuff. So we tell the guest forty five minutes. So two and a half hours is what we ended up spending talking to (laughs) Draplin, and that that was because not because we were like refusing to let him go, but it just it became this really natural, fun, flowing conversation. And at one point. He turned around, he grabbed the guitar behind him and picked it up and he just started playing guitar and it was, it was just surreal. It was, we're talking to this larger than, yeah, it's this larger than life figure, uh, this guy that's considered like a giant in his industry and um, we're watching him do something that he even said himself, I don't even know that many people know that I play guitar Mm. and he's like playing for us. You know, he's giving his time freely when, you know, he could be out hustling and making money and doing whatever. And it was just a really special moment. Yeah. It, that yeah. that moment meant a lot to me.
2: That I think episode, anyone who's actually, heard him talk, though, it wouldn't be surprised that that episode went as long as it did. it's uh, no, yeah. no, 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 true. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that, that episode is the only interview we've ever had where I teared up. I think oh. I even made, I don't know if I said it on air, but afterwards I. I,
4: I, th- I yeah, I, I don't know if you did.
3: I definitely like it was it was really moving. The conversation was really moving. And uh we're going to have him on again soon to uh to kind of uh bring him back into the fold after the new year. Mm-hmm. Um but that first one was
4: man, it was special. Is that yours Andrew? Or are you going to just echo that or uh, you have one?
3: No, I'm going to actually echo what I said in the episode that we had with Jared and um Mark. Mark. Um I think one of the there's a lot of them, but I think one that sticks out to me in the, in this conversation. Like as we were talking, actually, I realized we've had, uh, three iterations of our faces that we have out there for our avatars and things. Yeah, two, right. the first two came from Kolb and then the, uh, the newest right. set has come from Jared. Huh. Um, which I think is special. I think it speaks yeah. to the, your guys level of, um, commitment not only to the show, but to us individually. And yeah. it shows uh, a, a true friendship actually. Um, but as I was sitting there thinking about that, I was r- realizing that, yeah, Jared has done, uh, fit, you know, characters of us. He's also responsible for doing every Tsum Tsum character that you've seen. <laughs> and, and like the, you know, I've got right behind me, Hipster Mickey and Hipster Minnie and all of these things that are so much a part of, of what I love um it, that disney side of me and so being able to now be friends with you jared um i think is probably one of one of my favorite takeaways from the show um and and it's not because it's just you but i think in general it it's indicative of it's the, it's the relationship that I have with Colt now, cause I loved your work before we ever talked to you. And I had that Ninja Turtle print that's right, oh, it's behind my mic. But that Ninja Turtle print <laughs> that you did with Mondo before I ever talked to you. And, um, and now Tom Whalen, like some of these people and Aaron Draplin. It's the relationships with the people that I idolized and, and the reality that those are just people that we get to hang out with now still boggles my mind.
0: You know, Um, Kolb was the first one that I had that moment when I was, I said like this person I'm talking to on the internet that is like an amazing artist that I've never met, like they could become my friend. It was (laughs) like this weird moment of like they could enjoy talking to me and we could just talk not at the podcast. I don't know. It was just this weird you, but you were the first guy that I had that moment with because you're one of the the what first five people that we've even talked to on the show yeah, I think right. so, you were one right. of our first
3: guests and yeah. I just think i i honestly on this this week where we focus on things we're thankful for and the stuff that we're blessed to do i I think the the biggest thing is um just the relationships with people that prior to this I, even i um, much less the, the general population listening to this kind of deem as unapproachable or untouchable because they're, they are successful and they are iconic, at least in terms of the stuff that they create. I mean, you, you guys are creating, both of you are creating things that people are sharing with their friends and their family and that yeah. will live in their houses forever, you know, this kind of stuff. And I get to, I get to interact with you on, on a level that is so not, um, that, that's just, uh, on a friend level. And that's honestly one of the, that's one of the best things about doing this.
2: Oh, that is very sweet. <laughs> Luke, yes.
4: I don't know
1: how you're going to follow up to that. Well, <laughs> I'm not,
4: I mean, it's not going to be that. Sappy. Like, there was I'm this a episode realist. Where Patrick you guys are cool. Real life. <laughs> like, I'm glad we're friends. You guys are cool. Whatever. Uh, no.
0: Um, Do you remember the bocce ball episode? Yeah,
4: that was awesome. Yep. I was so good at bocce ball. Um, That's a good one. So I think for me, and you know, I, I've said this a couple times already um, in different things. There were there were uh, you know a few people when we started this that I wanted to talk to from the toy world, um, and and one of those was Joe Ledbetter. And when we got a chance to talk to him, it was it was pretty early on, and it was very very intimidating for me because he was like he was the only. He was the only guy I knew like there was other artists we talked to that I appreciated their work um, because their work was good, you know, but nobody I really like I never really followed illustrators or designers up until we started the podcast. Like I followed toy guys and that's about it. Um, And having him on, it's still probably my favorite time because it was so um, personal to me, it was so like it was a milestone. It it was a, um, it was a time where like uh, I was, I had set a goal of, you know, I want to talk to this person. If I'm going to do this, I want to make it something. And it would be so cool if I could eventually talk to this person. And I did, you know, and we did, and he was completely awesome, totally down to earth, very very great. Just like every other guest that we've ever had, you know, we've never had a bad guest. Um, we've had a, a couple bad experiences because of technical issues, but never like a person mm. that was just like,
0: sorry, scat one. What? <laughs> sorry, scat one. He was one of the first people that we, that te- um, re- that was
4: a technical issue. So
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what yeah, I'm, saying I'm apologizing sorry. to scat. Yeah. It was a technical issue. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That was great. But there was never, He's awesome. We've
4: never had a bad guest. Um, but having Joe on, it was like a, it was a big moment for me. And it was something that was just really special uh, because it, it happened. Um, and yeah, so that was mine. I think just having somebody that I looked up to so much be so cool and accommodating. He, I mean, he called us from Italy. He was visiting his family. He was in his,
3: like family's home and in he was Italy. Like, yeah,
4: I got time. I'll make time. And it was <laughs> super cool. It was very chill. So.
3: And if you go well, and back and listen to that episode, you hear like, you Siren. hear Italian, yeah, sirens and Italian traffic out back. It's yeah.
1: funny. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, No, that's great. Um, and I think that's also a testament to the three of you as hosts, like uh, being able to kind of get the best out of anyone, despite technical difficulties mm-hmm. or being across the world. Um, so and I think for my last question, um, and I don't know, hopefully this won't go too long, but um, Do you have a favorite story for the other or about the other two hosts, uh, that maybe is unrelated to the podcast, um, either time before or something that (laughs) happened outside of an episode? Yeah, Um, I have one. I already know what Andrew's going to tell. I
4: have my, my favorite Patrick story. Is a, story
0: gonna be is a story. I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to That tell. I was
4: never. I wasn't part of. I was never around for. But the the <sighs> mental image and the yes, the idea I have of w- how this happened is my favorite story that anybody could ever tell. And Patrick, I feel like you should just you should share just tell the story. The motorcycle story.
0: Because now it's oh. visual. I think we've shared it before. Because the first time we heard it was on the show. Okay, so uh, my family used to own a motorcycle shop, and uh, we sold Kawasaki, Suzuki, and related stuff. And uh, because we own a motorcycle shop, either with demo vehicles or with used inventory, I could just go ride them when I wanted to. Uh, That's a nice perk. And so uh, going out to dinner, grabbed a motorcycle. To be clear, it was a uh, Vulcan 1600 Mean Streak. And uh, went and ate hibachi.
3: Now you now, have the
0: picture in your head, right, Jared? Because you know
3: yes. what a Vulcan Sour Dream Streak is, right? <laughs> I wasn't sure at
2: first, but <laughs> oh, now, now sour, it's sour, coming. Sour, Crystal dream it's all and right. hibachi, too. So <laughs> okay.
0: I'm there. So I, I go and eat. All right, and uh, and I eat a lot, all right? And it's one of those times where like you get right to the end and like you power through because it's really good. And then you just have this moment where you stop and you, you have this like, oh, I may have just eaten too much. And you get kind of sweaty and maybe a bit clammy. And I just, I needed air. Like I just needed to go outside. I was just not feeling good in this moment. So Uh-oh. I got up, I like left someone my wallet and, and I went outside and I thought, I'll just walk around a few minutes. Things will kind of like shift downwards and then I'll I'll be fine.
2: (laughs) And uh, and I walked outside and I was just,
0: I was not feeling it. And then I had this moment of like, okay, I just need some cool wind in my face. Uh That's what I'm missing. Uh Uh So, so I jumped on the motorcycle and, uh, and I start down the road and uh, and I'm telling you like, uh uh-huh. No, no. So, I'm not even... I have just pulled no, out. I don't for, even like, think... You, you get ready. Oh, no, 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 no. You right, listen. All right, all right. I'm telling the story. All right, all right, all right. Okay? Let him tell Okay. It. So, I I am just pulling out on the road. I think I may have just hit second gear. And, um, and all of a sudden, it's like, mm. here it comes. There's no mm. stopping it. And I just... I just start losing I'm throwing up just over and over. I the the gears like it's pinned, I forget to shift, so the bike is just like no no redlining. It's a four-lane road, traffic's passing me on both sides. And the whole time I'm wearing a full-face helmet that's like up against, it's a size small like smaller than I wear, so it's up against my chin. And I am just throwing up straight into a full face helmet, and it's just it, it, it. Oh my gosh. So I drove um, straight to the motorcycle shop my parents owned, and I I'm pull off their helmet. It filling up, by the way. Taking oh. like, the visor, <laughs> and it's like it's like eight or ten times, just like, lights up <laughs> and just dumps out. Traffic passing me, um, I'm just like sitting in second gear, and uh, and so I go straight to my parents' motorcycle shop take off the helmet oh. i grab a water hose i hose myself off and i just throw the helmet in the garbage <laughs> can get in my car and drive home like that's that's the end of it um and the so bike no there you to didn't this get day. dessert
2: oh. i
0: had dessert It uh it came out last i know it actually came out first, came out first that's first, what yeah. was interesting when i got to the lettuce that's who's not i was like ginger salad we've made it through it oh Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's that story the worst
4: question
2: ever, Cole. That's my favorite. Okay. That story <laughs> that was is just the as lowest good point
0: of my
3: life.
2: <laughs> just so
3: you know, I, I, the best is telling that story and and, and just picture because when you when you see him in person doing it, he does this thing <laughs> and he has the handlebars that he's doing this, trying not to tip over the bike, and then he's like, and then, and then he says that because the because the the, uh, the helmet is pinned on his chin right here i was having to to use my shoulder to to push the (laughs) (laughs) helmet up so it would
0: come
1: out (laughs) so that the (laughs) throw up
0: would drain out of the so i was like doing this with my head if you're on youtube you can see this trying to like push Uh, the helmet up while driving a
3: motorcycle and not trying to crash this whole thing just makes me happy every time i think about it
0: i never in my life considered what do you do if you throw up like in a car Mm, you pull over yeah, but I've never thought about like on a motorcycle. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's terrible. Safety first. All right, that was
3: going to be it's mine speechless. too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to Patrick to tell his story.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna tell the uh, me dancing story.
3: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not gonna. I, that would have been a better precursor yeah, to that one. So I'm gonna you let
1: can't it go. Beat that one. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Patrick, a story about Luke or Andrew or both, <laughs> since both of theirs were for you oh no wait, wait. mine's actually
0: very positive um when i got married luke was my uh, best man mm. and um i didn't invite andrew to any of my wedding <laughs> festivities <laughs> that's actually that's true sweet.
3: and he I didn't, didn't realize that he didn't until we were all together in
0: california a couple weeks ago i don't know why i just i guess i assumed you didn't want to be there or yeah that's I probably assumption. Really, a good assumption, no, that's a good assumption. I feel really bad about it, but Andrew officiated my wedding because he said earlier that he is a he's a licensed like an ordained minister. So on stage is obviously Mackenzie and I, since she married me. But Andrew hey, got a is second. the hey, one. Got a second.
3: Can we can we address something? people can't see this because you can't see Jared. Jared, you genuinely look like you're disgusted that I am mm-hmm. an ordained pastor. <laughs> no, no. Like, look it's at his like face. I was he, looking at Jared eye, when he was talking. I his eyebrows are just furrowed beyond what I can even do to exaggerate. You're like, I can't believe that they would give him a license to do anything like that. I, so, I'm still
2: on Patrick's vomit helmet, so I am still recovering yeah. from that. Ooh, that's that. a good yeah. name
3: for a band. Yes. Patrick's
0: <laughs> vomit <laughs> helmet. <laughs> so yeah, so on stage is Mackenzie and I Andrew officiating the wedding and then Luke as my best man and uh, and they they both killed it and Luke saved me from so much stress and uh Aww. um but yeah so that that's uh, that is something that I will uh, I'll always remember and if this podcast ever breaks up I will hate the memories of my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly the only thread keeping this together. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that's beautiful. I, I think that's a perfect spot to end the episode. Um, where can everyone, I mean, obviously you've gone through this a hundred times, but where can everyone find you?
3: <laughs> Andrew. Uh, I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of Es
0: on all the different platforms. And I'm the great Pat's B with two As on Instagram and exclusively. I, and
4: I'm Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Yeah. And I'm Jared?
2: Oh, and you can find me at jmariama.com on all the socials, actually.
1: And, uh, and I'm neat pretty much everywhere. Um, so I think that's going to do it uh, from all of us here. Here's to another, well, I mean, more than 100 episodes. Um, it's weird to start this off, but uh, bye, friends. <laughs> Are you going to do your... You're next. You're next, Jared. We're waiting on
2: you. Oh, he, oh wait wait on I me. Mean, I thought he was gonna say I'm Andrew. No? Yeah, that's is what it?
1: I kinda thought he was gonna do. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's right. No, yeah.
2: We yeah. should
3: be clear. Andrew has never listened to the show before. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, <that's
3: laughs> <just so laughs> he
0: always leaves before we get to the end. So
1: <laughs> what I'm realizing is I made notes about the start in the middle of the podcast, and then did uh, not make any of uh, the end. Right. So All right, kick one, it off, more, Andrew. one more time. and uh, that's gonna do it, because that's it. I'm Andrew. I'm Jared. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. And I'm Luke. Bye, friends. See you real soon.
0: Peace out. Bye.
4: Hold
1: on to your butts.
0: Hey, and as some special bonus content, you can hear more uh, about the podcast if you listen to the Squared Co. podcast with I, Jared I could, and Mark. I, I kind of a thought Jared of was going to promote that. I mean, if I'm <laughs> being fully honest, I kind of thought just, that was just coming. Just cut this in at the end. This is the promotion for it. Squared okay. Co. podcast. There's interviews with the three of us where we do a deeper dive. Into our basically our likes and dislikes about each other, yeah. That's and right. it's three different episodes, three different
3: interviews, uh, mm-hmm. with primarily the same questions. There's a couple of of change ups, but uh, man, it was super fun. I can't wait to listen to what Patrick and Luke had to say. Um, yes. it's and, mostly positive. Uh,
4: I can't <laughs> wait to listen to what I had to I, say either.
3: This is what I was, this is what, I, here's why I was hoping you were going to bring it up, Jared, because. So you interviewed us, right? And right. you asked some like super deep questions. And <laughs> and it seemed like the more honest we were with our responses, at least with me, the the harder the questions got. Like yeah. if I had just kind of if I had just kind of phoned in the first one, it would have been like, "Oh, okay, we're fine. We won't do anything." But because I answered the first one vulnerably and honestly, they got harder and harder That's as right. the episode went on. And by the time I was done, like I had to like I had to uh tell Patrick and Luke, like, hey, here's some questions that he asked, so if here's...
0: <laughs> just be on the we lookout for these.
4: The, we all did. There were yeah. moments that I had to say, hey, Patrick, I said this. I hope it's okay. Ah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's but most of the time I said the same thing, right? Which was great. <laughs> yeah,
3: I think I think you'll find the same thing across the board. So anyway, It'd go like to Luke those. was like
0: Patrick. I told them you were a jerk, and then I was like, right. No, I told them I was a jerk too. So we're <laughs> on the same page. That's yep.
2: exactly why we interviewed you separately. We wanted to get some dirt. So <laughs> thank you guys crazy. for doing that.
3: Yeah, it was a lot of, of fun. I'm excited for those to come out.
2: All right, so I guess we Besides can all that's stop that's recording, all. right? Uh,